Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am Lauren. And if this is your first episode, thank you so much for being here today. And if you are one of my regular listeners, I love you so much. And thanks for being here also today. So I am really excited to jump into this episode because we are going to be talking about why competing with lower prices can actually hurt your business. And this is kind of a follow-up episode because I talked about competing with lower prices earlier in my show, episode 11. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's one of the short episodes. I think it's about 10 minutes long. So go listen to that either right now, go listen to it or listen to it after this episode. But I talk about how you can compete with lower prices and why you shouldn't compete with lower prices. And today I'm going to be going more into detail on why competing with lower prices can actually hurt your business and how to get out of that mindset. So you probably know that pricing your services low is not a great idea, but I'm going to go into why it's not a good idea and how you can get out of that mindset and break free of feeling as if you need to be the lowest priced option for someone to say yes to you. Because yes, it is a mindset. And we're going to talk about where you can find clients that are not looking for the lowest priced options. So let's get into it. So the first thing that I wanted you to know today was that One of the biggest problems with pricing our services low is that human psychology tells us that whatever is lowest priced is also of lower quality, right? Like we might go to Walmart or some other sort of store like that and buy things that are the lowest price possible, knowing that, hey, this might be low quality, but that's okay because I don't really need this to be of high quality. And then we might go to another higher priced store, like let's say Nordstrom, and buy a shirt that's way higher priced, knowing I'm investing in this shirt. This shirt's going to last me a really long time, and I'm going to pay more for it because of the quality, right? We don't necessarily want to spend more money just to spend more money. We want to spend more money because we're going to get quality. We're going to get a lot of other things out of that shirt or whatever it is because we're spending more money on it. So human psychology says that if we price our services low, that our value in the services that we offer is also low. So that's one of the reasons why it's so essential that we don't chase to the bottom, meaning we don't price our services the lowest possible so that we can be the lowest priced podcast manager. So because of that mindset, because of that's the way that our brains work, it's so essential that we don't purposefully price our services at the lowest, lowest bottom, you know, price possible. And I know that this can be hard because you might see Facebook threads or other places where people say, hey, how much do you guys charge for a 45 minute episode to edit or show notes or whatever? And you see these prices that are like so low and you think, wait, if my prices are double or triple what these people are saying, how am I ever going to get hired? Especially if you haven't landed that first client, you haven't had that confidence boost yet. You might think, how am I ever going to get hired if there's other options out there 
that are priced so much lower than what I'm priced at. And I, I totally get that, right? It's a totally normal thought to think. But what you're maybe not thinking about is the fact that the people that are pricing their services the lowest are also indicating to these potential clients that their quality is the lowest priced quality, is the lowest quality out there. And I don't know about you, but as a consumer, we don't always want the lowest priced items. Sometimes we want the lowest priced items or the lowest priced service. But when it comes to podcast editing, podcast management, really think about if you want to attract the clients out there that want the lowest priced option and the lowest price quality, because I would assume that you don't want that client, right? On the podcast manager program coaching calls, we talk a lot about pricing and And I try to help my students price their services based on discovery calls and all of that. And one of the things that we talk a lot about is how you can actually lose clients if you price your services too low. Because you have a great discovery call and they're like, oh, wow, this this woman, this man, they know so much. That's so exciting. They're such a great match. And then you come back and you give them this price that's so low. The client may think like, wait huh? (laughs) It's that low? And maybe this is mind-blowing to you because it hasn't happened to you before, but I don't know if you've ever looked at maybe someone's social media and then you look at their prices and it's like, it's so outrageously low that you're like, something is off here. So it's really important that we put a lot of thought into our prices and we don't just price them as low as possible because you can really scare away people that aren't looking for the lowest priced services out there. And they want to see that your prices match your experience, your credibility, and most importantly, most importantly, the final product that you are able to deliver. And I think to go back to that experience piece, I just said, you know, you want to price your your services based on your experience. Really, it's less about experience and more about the final product. So maybe you haven't worked on a show yet, but you have gone through the podcast manager program, or maybe you've only worked on one show and you think, I can't possibly increase my rates to a normal price because I don't have that much experience. And I would then say back to you, well, what about the final product? Are you able to deliver a incredible final product? Because that's what they're paying for, right? They're not necessarily paying for how many months, years that you have been doing this, but instead they're paying for the experience that you're putting them through and the final product. So don't be afraid to price your services at a spot that is in line with the final product that you are giving. And I actually have another podcast episode about raising your rates and we'll link that in the show notes so you can listen to that episode if you're in a spot where you're like, I know I need to raise my rates or maybe you're not sure. Um, Go check out that episode as well. So if your prices are the lowest or they're just really low, you're always going to land really the lowest quality client. And maybe you're experiencing that firsthand, man, that is a tough lesson to learn if you are learning it the hard way. And if you are, don't worry, it's fine, right? Getting experience is super important. So landing your first client is really key. But if you are still perpetually pricing your services really low, I want to ask you if you really want to land those clients that are looking for the lowest priced podcast manager. And if that's who you're looking for, if, you, if you're if you looking for anyone to pay you, anyone out there like, hey, please pay me, anybody, ask yourself, why don't you believe that you deserve more? Because more is out there. And maybe you haven't 
uh, really internalize that there are better options. You think, well, this is as good as it's going to get. This is as good as I'm going to be able to do. And I want to encourage you to look at how there's actually more options out there. There are better clients out there for you. And maybe go back and listen to some of the success story episodes on this show. Or maybe you ask in my free Facebook group, hey, what are some of your clients that you absolutely love? So you can really start to learn and understand that those clients are out there, right? Just because you haven't encountered them yet, and that's okay, they are out there. And so maybe it's time for you to shift your focus and start landing clients that are of higher quality. Stretch yourself to start focusing on that than focusing on just landing anyone that has a pulse, anyone that will pay you $100. Start changing your focus on landing clients that are incredible, going to pay you what your service is valued at and will be so great to work with. And maybe you're sitting here thinking, well, my prices are low, but this is just like the best I can do. Like I'm not landing clients at a higher rate. What do I do? Well, the first thing I would say is that if you aren't the lowest of the low, which I'm sure that you're not, and none of us should act that way anyway, don't act like you're the lowest of the low, right? Show your value from the start. Up-level the experience that you put clients through. And one of the best ways to up-level this experience is by taking yourself serious, right? Treating your business like a business. Having systems in place like a scheduling link, like a beautifully designed portfolio and proposal from Canva, like taking yourself seriously instead of just being kind of like a person who's looking to get hired, right? You are not an employee anymore. You are a business owner. So if you are able to take yourself serious, that confidence and that level of professionalism is seen by these potential clients and they take you more serious, right? They see you as, okay, this person, they know what they're doing. They've got their systems in order and I'm gonna be taken care of because that's one of the most important things that we can convey to our clients is that they are going to be taken care of by us. So first off, show your value from the start. As you walk potential clients through your process of meeting them, you know, getting on a discovery call with them, sending them a proposal, make sure that that is as professional and a beautiful process as it can be. And then also only say yes to clients that you really want, right? Don't say yes to everyone. Don't say yes to everyone because everyone isn't gonna be a great fit for you. And if you can say yes to the clients that you really want, that is when you can do your best work. I remember I once did an audit, podcast audit for someone who had a podcast all about cars. And it was kind of ironic in a test that I failed (laughs) because I used to always say that I would never work on a show about cars. It was just like my example that I would always go to because I don't know anything about cars. And so I was like, this is an example of something I would never do. I'm never going to work on a show about cars because I don't know anything about it. There's no value I can add to the show. I would never listen to a podcast about cars. And that was my example that I would always talk to you guys about. And then I got approached by someone who wanted me to do a podcast audit on their show about cars. And did I follow my own rules? No, I did not. I said yes. (laughs) we all have our our weak moments right and it's always stuck with me because it was a lesson that I failed (laughs) I had to learn and I was like yeah I couldn't add that much value I mean I did a good podcast audit but I wasn't able to do an, an excellent podcast audit because I didn't have all of these cool and creative ideas for this industry that I didn't know anything about 
right? So if you're saying yes to all of these topics and podcasts that, number one, you don't have any interest in the topic, you aren't really able to give your max effort because you just aren't in the know about that industry, right? And maybe it's instead of the topic, it's the client. They have a personality that's like the opposite of yours. And so you say yes to them, but the whole time you're just like, man, maybe you can't read them or they're really, really direct and you are not as much of a direct person. Whatever it is that personality comes into play, that can be hard to flourish as a podcast manager when you just do not mesh with the client at all. So do yourself a favor, do your clients a favor and only say yes to the shows and to the clients that you know that you're going to be able to do your most excellent work on. While keeping in mind, again, that you only need three to five clients to reach three to five K per month. So even if your monthly income goal is higher than that, you don't need that many clients. And so when you're setting out to land those first couple of clients, remember that it's not going to take a lot of clients to reach this monthly income goal. So don't say yes to everyone. Another way to not act like you're the lowest of the low is to improve your services as you go. Every single client is a learning experience. Anytime that you can get behind the scenes of a podcast, you're going to learn so, so much. And so instead of just arbitrarily raising your rates, you're actually going to learn a ton as you get more experience. And so raise your rates as you move through shows and improve your services as you go along. See what really works for you, what systems really make sense for your clients, how you can get better at all the different skills that you're improving along the way, right? editing and show notes and graphics and how maybe you finally realize, you know what, graphics are not my thing. And this is the thing I always, I always use graphics as an example. Graphics are not my thing. Maybe you hire someone to come onto your team to do graphics for you and you improve your services that way. Whatever it is, look for ways to improve your services and ask for feedback. Ask for feedback from your community, which you can get through my free Facebook group, the Podcast Manager Mastermind, or if you're in the Podcast Manager program, ask for feedback from myself and all of the amazing people in that group and say, hey, what do you guys think this sounds like? Or, hey, what do you guys think about this? And specifically say, please give me your honest feedback. (laughs) Please tell me exactly what you think about this, because then you can actually get better, right? If you're open to honest feedback, you can really get great at this service. Not all of us are gonna be great from the moment we start it, right? Majority of us come into this service having no experience, which is amazing that that's even a possibility, right? But that also means that you have to be open to being bad at something in the beginning. You don't necessarily have to be bad at everything, (laughs) but you have to be willing to be bad at something so that you can get better and better and better. There's such a beautiful mindset shift that happens when you really start treating yourself like a business instead of just like someone who's looking for work. And I went through this transition myself back in 2017. I was on Upwork. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's like Fiverr, you know, a job board where you put yourself on there, you have a profile, and then you're looking for clients. And It's kind of just like, hey, I'm an individual who's looking to be hired. It definitely gives off a very like employee, employer vibe, which is so different than if you are like, I own a business and I'm accepting clients. The 
dynamic is just totally different. But I started on Upwork because I didn't realize I could land clients through Facebook. And, you know, this was a while ago, so things weren't exactly the same. But I started on Upwork and I had to submit like 70, 80 proposals or whatever they were applications back then to start working on a podcast. And I finally got hired by someone and I I really actually liked the show. But because of the nature of these job boards, I felt like I had to list my prices as low as possible because there was really no other way to show your value on these job boards. It was like the price was the main thing that was listed. So I ended up getting hired to work on a show for $30 an episode. Those episodes were taking me five hours. So yeah, not a great situation (laughs) at all. But the reason I bring this up is that once I left Upwork and I almost a year later ended up on Facebook looking for clients, the mindset shift that had gone on during that year was that I was looking for clients, but not the way that I was looking for them on Upwork. I was accepting clients and I was a business and I had my own systems in place. And whenever you make that mindset shift, it's amazing on how your higher prices are 100% worth it, right? If the client is hiring you and going to have to train you on everything that you do, then yeah, your prices are lower. But when you have your own systems in place and you're like, hey, I can come on and I can edit and write your show description and upload your episode and you just, you you know how to do it all, that's what they're paying for. So you no longer have to act as if you're a person looking for services, but you're a business that's accepting clients thanks to Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and cold pitching and all of these great ways to find excellent clients. So if you see Facebook threads that say, hey, what do you charge for this? And you see that you're the cheapest of the cheap. And maybe in that moment, you're like, yes, I should be getting a lot of yeses from clients, but then maybe your business isn't growing. If, if you feel like you're in that spot, then I would love for you to increase your prices, increase your client experience, and start landing clients that are higher quality and willing to pay more for your services. Your services, I'm sure, are valued at a higher rate than you even think. So I think you should go for it. This is one of the three mistakes that I made as a new podcast manager was pricing my services at the lowest price possible. And I go over the two other mistakes that I made as a new podcast manager in my masterclass. And I go over this mistake as well. So if you are interested in hearing about the two other mistakes I made that you may be making as well, then grab a seat at my masterclass. It's at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass. And you can learn the mistakes I made and avoid making the same mistakes as you get your business up and running. Thank you so much for listening today. You can find all the links and resources that I mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, which is at laurenwrighton.com forward slash episode 77. Thanks so much for being here and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.